Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly cash flow, using nothing but pre-qualified dividend stocks. And these are companies that have increased their payments to their shareholders for more than 20 to 25 years. Some of these companies are over 100 years old. It's my money. I want my money to be safe. I want it consistent income. So I've come up with these strategies to be nothing but good quality companies that I do not mind holding for a long period of time. But I would prefer a cash flow. And my main objective, my main goal is a 1% return. Now, I know 1% return doesn't sound like a lot, but if you add up 1% every single week, it comes to over 60% a year. And depending on what you're starting out with. Now, for me, <clears throat> excuse me, for me, I'm starting out with $100,000. Now, $100,000 at 1% per week, that's $1,000 a week. It's taking me less than five to 10 minutes a day to get that $1,000 a week. Many times I get more than 1%, sometimes I do not. So it is Monday morning, the beginning of week number 31 for the year, and week number five for the quarter, because we've got four quarters in the month, okay? Out of those four quarters, there are only 90 days, but only 64 to 66 trading days. So I have over 150 companies. Any one of them, I have no problem whatsoever holding for a long period of time and collecting their dividends because that's what they do. Every year they give me more and more money as a dividends because they continually increase. Why would I want to have a company that decreases their dividends or doesn't pay dividends at all? Like Google or uh, Apple was never on my list before but they just started recently paying dividends. So they're on my list. Now they're not the great top of the list because their dividends are kind of low, but I only invest in Apple when they're coming up with new products and they have a consistency of moving up during that time frame. But we'll get more to that a little bit later. I think I rambled enough. Let's go over what we did last week. Now, if you've been following me for a while, you know I'm currently trading four different accounts. Um, all of them have basically the exact same strategy, but <clears throat> let's see what the numbers look like. Account number one, which is a very small account, it's only at like 2500 bucks, and the only stock I trade in this account is Ford because I'm doing a little funny experiment with Ford just to you know, see how well I can do with one account with a small amount of money because you're always going to have those people complaining, well, I don't have enough money to invest. Well, you kind of do because you can buy a Ford stock at 13 bucks. And if you can't afford $13 to secure your future, then you have some issues and mean you need to talk. <laughs> Needless to say. Anyway, my Ford stock trading um, account um, is up 0.6 for the week. Okay, it's not huge, but it's never lost a week. Okay, and then the market's open. <clears throat> I want to go through this a little bit faster because with the market open, then we have the new numbers. We have a more accurate account of what we're going to actually make. So account number one was 0.6. Account number two was 1.6. Account number three was 2.5. And get this, account number four, my big daddy, you know, the one that has most of my money in it, 5.6% return for the week. Now, why is it so large? Well, it is a margin account, which means half the money is mine. Half the money belongs to the trading company. <laughs> so if I lose money, this is one thing I don't like about margin money. If the stock goes down, 
you lose your money first before, you know, it's not a shared 50-50. You know, I make a buck, they make a buck. No, it doesn't work that way. If the stock goes up, I collect more. If the stock goes down, I lose more. It's like accelerated profits and accelerated losses. So at this time of the market, I would suggest not doing a margin account until the economy solidifies and we have some kind of stability. All right, so let's get out of that, go over what we have brought from last week, and then we have a whole bunch of companies to look at this week. All right, first, the top of the list is Ford. I was just talking about this a second ago. Ford, I got 3,100 shares. Now, funny thing, um, the last 30 days, here we go, wait, I gotta isolate this. All right, so last 30 days, Ford was at 15.23 30 days ago. We got a double high at 15.42. Now, that was 27 days ago on the 5th of July, and it hit it again on the 12th of July. But since then, it's been going down, down, down. You got profit taking. You know, you get your high and then you have profit taking. It did solidify for a little bit. But then it went sideways and it went down. And on Friday, we have a new 30-day low at 13.02. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm <coughs> going to um, sell <coughs> 14s. Now, 14 kind of sucks because it's only four cents, but it's a $13 stock, so four cents isn't that bad. So I'm going to sell 31 contracts at um, 14. Thirty-one contracts at the market to open, a uh, whopping $124. Okay, it is what it is, you know. And what else am I going to do with Ford while I'm here? I kind of like Ford at $13.50. So for the very first time, this is what a first trade for me in this one. I am going to sell a put called Cash Secured Put. Now the 13 and a half is going for 36 cents. Now, do I like Ford at 13 and a half? I kind of do because it's at a 30-day low and it's Ford and they have their dividend coming up. Not this week, but next week. So I'm going to do another 20 contracts at 36. And that's going to give me 720. I'm going to add that to my 124. And I'm already three quarters of the way to my goal for the week. Now, for this, it's going to be, holy cow. It's only going to cost me 5200 bucks. So I'm going to not do that. And I'm going to do 50 contracts at four, which is controlling five thousand shares and this is only costing me 13 grand do i mind buying ford at 1350 no i don't mind it at all so i'm gonna collect 1800 bucks i'm already passed by one percent for the week i'm gonna quit you guys have a nice day and i'll see you tomorrow <laughs> i'm just kidding let's continue going what we have over all right kmb kimberly clark now we carried kimberly clark for quite a while and i'm into kimberly clark at 140 do i really care about Kimberly Clark, where it is? No, not really. Oh, check it out. I got filled at 54 cents. Nice. 
Okay, so uh, Kimberly Clark, let's take a quick look. 30 days ago today with Kimberly Clark, we were at the 30-day high. So 30 days ago, we're at the 30-day high at 138.35. Okay, so it goes sideways for a little bit. And then last Monday, it challenged that 30-day high, but it only made it to 138.16. Okay, it was a challenge for the high. So there was profit-taking. One, two, three, four, five days of profit-taking. And I'm going to call this a new soft bottom at 130 because it's bouncing off of that 130. I'm into Kimberly Clark at 143. Now, I'm going to sell... Kimberly Clark AMB, open up the trade grid at 130.06 by 131. Those aren't even the real numbers yet. I want to go out to the 133s. Oh, that sucks. Because the 132 looks appetizing at 25 cents a share. But I'm looking at the numbers, I'm looking at the movement. It is a 30 day low. So you got a 30-day low, and that's a recipe for accumulation. You know, it is Kimberly Clark after all. You know, they've been increasing their dividends for quite a while. So as much as I like to do the 132, I'm going to go for the 133s. I'm not going to gain a whole bunch, but I've already made my my um, my goal for the week. So I'm going to sell only because I only have 400 shares. So I'm going to sell the four at the market, bring in a whopping 40 bucks. But hey, remember, my goal is a thousand bucks. I've already surpassed my thousand bucks. <coughs> All right, so that's Kimberly Clark. PPG's next on the list. I'm gonna try to go these a little quicker. Now, PPG, the last 30 days. Let's quickly look at that. Here we go. 30 days ago today at PPG, we're sitting at 146.30. Okay, the 30-day low was on the 6th of July. Now, that was 142.87. 30-day high, two weeks later, at 152.89. You got your profit-taking, got a new bottom here at the 144. The reason I say that, because Friday, it's at 145. And then today, I don't know what it opened up yet, but Kim, but um, ooh, PPG, I'm into it at 150. So let's see what we can get for PPG. PPG, now, we collected a premium last week. We're going to collect a premium this week, and they got the dividend next week. So I'm into PPG at 150. I'm going to go for the 149s. Yeah, because it's, you know what? The 148s is three strikes out. So I'm going to go, no, you know what? I've already made my, already made my target. So I don't want to be too much risky. So I'm going to go for the 149s at 25. Okay, fine. Um, how many of these do I have? Positions, positions. <coughs> All right, I got five of these. Okay, so we're going to sell off five of these at 25. That's another 125 bucks. All right, fine. That's off to the races. Last on the list is X, U.S. Steel. U.S. Steel. Let's take a look at the numbers for U.S. Steel. Now, Last 30 days for U.S. Steel. Here we go. 30 days ago today, we're sitting at 2517. 
26 days ago, we got the low, which is 22.73. Okay, good, fine, dandy. Now, the 30-day high, my friends, was on Thursday at 25.94. Now, Friday, if you remember, I sold the 25 options for someone to buy it for me at 25. Now, my assumption is at $25.94, those options were probably close to a buck, you know? But on Friday, what did they end up turning out to be? Worthless. Okay, so I sold them. I made a premium on Monday. Come Friday, they're worthless. I carried it into this week, and guess what? U.S. Steel is paying their dividend this week. I'm into it at $25. It's sitting at $24.67. Um... X, here we go. We get a bid of 24.82 and an ask of 24.87. It's at, um, I'm going to sell some um, covered puts, you know. Now, the 25, which I have no problem whatsoever buying it at, is at 63. So, 2,000 shares maybe? What do I got? Gotta be kidding me, 1200 bucks for 10 grand? <laughs> My friends, that's good. And do I mind buying US Steel at 25? No, I don't. So it's only 10 grand, so you know what? <clears throat> that's 20 contracts. I'm gonna try 50 contracts at US Steel. Here we go. 50 contracts, US Steel. Now, here's the thing. I'm gonna collect 3150 bucks for $25,000 investment. Now, this is on margin. So, if this thing goes south, I'm going to have to buy U.S. Steel at 25 come Friday. Well, here's the thing. The EX date is this week. Okay, so I'm going to collect on the shares that I already own. Okay? Uh, you know what? I think 50 is a bit much. So, I'm just going to go and go for the 20. All right, I'm just gonna do 20 contracts. I've already made my money, so here we go. 12,000, no, sorry, 1,260 bucks, and it's gonna cost me 10 grand. All right, now that's a naked put. Not really a naked put, but I have to put cash up for it. Okay, so that takes care of that. And I have, how many contracts do I have? Where's my position when you are still? Or my position? I only have three contracts. All right, so I'm going to sell my three contracts of U.S. Steel at 29 cents a share, limit order to open. It's another hundred bucks. All right, oh, I got filled at 39, so that's a little more than hundred bucks. Okay, so that's all my positions that I've carried from over from last week. Okay, yeah. Let's see what we have. For today's trades. First thing we always want to do is we always want to take a look at the dividend kings because they've increased their payments to their shareholders for more than 25 years. Now, <clears throat> today's the 31st. Two weeks from today is the week of the 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th, 18th, whatever. So what do we have for dividend kings? MSA, which is MSA Safety Incorporated, Target, BKH, which is Black Hills Corporation, and 3M. MSA, 
I don't think I've ever traded MSA, so let's put it into the trade grid first to see if it's a weekly or monthly. It's a monthly. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. Don't get me wrong. It could be a good company, but I'm here for weekly cash flow. I do not have the desire to hold on to this thing for a long period of time. So if I bought it today and sold the option, oh, wait a second. Let's step back here for a second. Okay. <clears throat> Here's the thing with MSA. It's a monthly. So I could buy it and sell the option. That would expire on the, 9th, on the 18th, which would mean the EX date is on the 14th or 15th, which means after the dividend is paid out, is a good possibility for the stock to go down, which if I'm still owning it on the 18th, which is when the option expires, then there's a possibility that I might have to carry it further into next month. So I just want to stay away from monthlies because um, they're not very favorable for what I want to do. Target, TGT, let's go into that one because I know that has weeklies on it. Okay, so Target, a year ago today was sitting at 166.89. We got a high at 183.76, and that was mid August last year. This thing basically went sideways, staying between 151 and 173 for the whole year until it finally hits mid May. And then she drops to find a new bottom of the year, which is 125.08. All right, last 30 days. Here we go. This thing basically went sideways for the last 30 days. 30 days ago today, we're sitting at 133.85. We got the low two weeks ago, the 17th, at 128.55. And the 30-day high, my friends, was Thursday. Okay, and that was 138.28. Let's take a quick peek and see what this thing normally does with the seasonality chart. Now, this is normally for, ooh, wow, that looks sweet. A nice little up move. It's not a huge up move, okay? It's it's not like a 45-degree angle. This thing's got like a 5% angle, which is not bad. Awesome for covered calls and awesome for spread trades. So let's go back here and put it into the trade grid. Now remember, this is a dividend king. They've increased their dividends for more than 50 years every single year consecutively. And we have $1 increments. All right, we got a bid of 135.34, ask of 135.49. Kind of a big spread. Anyway, at the money, 135.50. The 135s are going for a buck 83. I would look at the 136s at 137 because you're still getting your 1%. And if it goes above 136, you get the 1% plus the difference between the strike price and the purchase price, which is at this moment 135.51. Okay, so I'm going to quickly write target down because if it's really good, I'll write it down and I'll pass it along. Not that I'm suggesting you buying it. I'm just saying, you know, hey, it has a 1% judging by the numbers. You got to do your own research to find out whether or not it fits into your criteria because I'm not going to tell you what to do. But I will tell you, it's on my list to take a look at, a closer look when it comes time to actually buying stuff. It's not jumping out and saying, hey, buy this now. Now, here's a thought. 
Let's take a look at selling the 134 puts. What does that mean? That means I'm selling the 134, which means if it goes below 134, someone can make me buy it from them at 134. But I can collect a buck on this. Now, to do 10 contracts, it's going to cost me 25 grand, and I can make 920. So let's do the math real quick. 920 divided by the 25 grand. That's 3.6%. Now, here's the thing. If the stock goes up, I collect that 3.6. Stock stays the exact same. I collect that 3.6. The stock can even drop down to 3308. That's my break even, 3308. So, <laughs> I like that. All right. I'm putting that on the list as a maybe, a possibility. All right. So, what else do we got? Next on the list for the Dividend Kings, we have BKH. We'll quickly throw that into the trade grid. BKH. All right, get out of that. Get out of that. That's a monthly. We're going to say no to the monthly. 3M. I know that's a weekly, so write the one-year chart. Here we go. Ooh, now this looks interesting. All right, the one-year chart. Now, if you guys listening, it's one thing. <clears throat> but I'm gearing up to actually do live so you can actually see everything that I'm doing as I'm explaining it. But that's another thing for another day. We'll get into that a little bit longer. I'm past my 20 minutes, so I'm going to try to go past a little, a little bit quicker. All right, 3M started out a year ago at 142.96. Didn't take long to hit the high mid-August at 152.30. Thing drops all the way down to the low of the year at 92.51. Go sideways for a little bit. Oh yeah, KMB sold. All right, that's lovely. Uh, 30 day high at 113.14. Now that was last week. So let's take a quick gander at this. 30 days ago, we're sitting at 140. $100.40. 30-day low was $95.57. Now, that was on the 6th of July. Okay? Up, up, up. Leaving gaps up on the 24th. Kept on going. And then we top out on Thursday at 113.14. We're sitting at 112.21 right now. Let's take a look. At seasonality, see what this thing normally goes this time of year. All right, that's flat. When I say flat, it's like, you know, okay. It is 3M. Right, they are dividend king. They got the dividend coming up in two weeks. We got the 30-day high at 113. We're sitting at 112. They're going to pay a 149. Now, I'm thinking the 149 from where it is now we're asking it to challenge that 30-day high again. Get a 30-day high, there hasn't been any profit-taking yet. So I'm going to stay away from this one only because we have so many others to choose from. All right, that's the list of Dividend Kings. Next, we want to go to Warren Buffett's list. Only thing on Warren Buffett's list is Chevron, CVX. Okay, 30 days ago today, Chevron's sitting at 159.70. At the bottom, the end of September, at one forty sixty six, a 
bunch of weeks later at 189.67. That's a nice jump, like 40 points. Um, 189.68. Look at that. Uh, PPG just sold. Gotta love it. All right. Um, all right. So the high was the beginning of November of last year. Okay. So for the last 90 days, it's been going sideways. For the last 30 days, let's take a quick look at that. 30 days ago today, we're sitting at uh, 156.60. Good 30-day bottom a couple of days later at 151.63. Now, the 30-day high, my friends, was last Monday, a week ago, at 164.04. You had your profit taking. It bottomed out on Friday at 156.50. Today, she gaps up. Awesome. Gotta love it. She gapped up at 161.13. Okay, great. What's she going to do? Let's take a look at the seasonality, see what it normally does. All right, boo hiss. This thing is going to go sideways. It's going to dip a little bit and then go sideways. But she got the dividend coming up in two weeks. Um, yeah, getting close to that 30-day high again, which doesn't look that bad. Okay, let's go over the trade grid. CVX. See what the numbers look like here. Okay, got a bit of 162.86. Ask of 162.98. 162.50 is what we're looking at. Um, that's two dollars and ninety cents. Oh, it says two bucks. All right. So you take a buck and a quarter off of that. The numbers don't work. Okay, that's below one percent. But, uh, hmm. all right, I'm going to pass on CVX only because of the seasonality has us dipping in a little bit. All right, I'll take a look at the seasonality again. Okay, so you got a couple of days. It's going to go sideways. She's going to dip a little bit. And by the end of the week, she's going to be a little bit low. I'm not saying this is going to happen. I'm saying historically speaking, based on what it's done over the last 10 years, she's going to dip a little bit before she pulls back. So I got to be on the side of caution and safety and security. So I'm going to pass on CVX. Next list we're going to look at, because we've got a shitload to look at still. The dividend achievers. Holy cow. Now, none of these are jumping out at me. BSBR, GNK, GGB, HL, NETI, and DX. You know, I never heard of most of them. So let's bypass this and jump right to my favorite list. Here we go. COP, ADM, MSFT. See, ooh, nice companies. All right, we're going to do two more, and then we're going to save the rest of them for tomorrow. COP, COP, because we're oh, going to creep up on a 30-minute mark. All right, ConocoPhillips. A year ago today was sitting at 92.25. Within a couple of days, we're at the 30-day low at 84.70. Okay, by the end of October, beginning of November, we got the, the high of the year, 136.48. All right. Last 90 days, we're going sideways. She breaks out of that sideways mark. 30 days ago today, we're sitting at 104. 40 and 
our low was 26 days ago at 99.35. Now, unfortunately, I'm going to have to pass on this one because we got a 30-day high today. Today is a 30-day high for ConocoPhillips, 118.21. Now, prior to that, the 30-day high was Thursday. And then you had profit-taking on Friday. So people are saying, you know what? Here's the thing. Profit-taking on Friday, because the 30-day high was Thursday. Then she gaps up. What does that tell you? That tells you that the market maker and the market is saying, hey, this thing has further to go. So let's take out seasonality for a second. See if I'm right here. Unfortunately, no. It has a little bit of a dip, historically speaking. Okay? Now, just because the market is booming, historically, last year, the year before, the year before, the year before, blah, 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 it has gone down a bit, just a smidge, this time of year. Now, with so many good quality companies, why risk it? All right. One more, ADM, 40 cent dividend. ADM, 30 days ago today, we're sitting at 83.48. We got a double high at 98.22, once in the beginning of November and once at the end of November. All right, our low for the year, was that uh, June 1st at 69.92? Um, last 30 days, I might have to pass on this one too. Last 30 days, 30 days ago today, we're at the low at 74.06. The high was Wednesday, actually a double high, Wednesday and Thursday, both hitting the 87.33 area, okay? Profit taken on Friday, gaps up this morning, we're sitting at this moment in time, 86.77. So what does ADM normally do this time of year? Pretty. I like this. Nice escalation. Gotta love it. Okay. All right. Put it to the trade grid. What does ADM look like? ADM. Archer Daniels. Ooh. Okay. 86.75 by 86.82. All right. So the 86 is going for a buck. 20, you take that 80 cents off of that, you're looking at 40 cent premium. <laughs> no, thank you. But you take a look at the 87, it's a 60 cent premium. Still below the 1%, you get the difference, which is another 31 cents, but it has to go above 87. It's not as um, appetizing as Target was. That's all I'm saying. I'm past the 31 minutes. I'm out here for today. Catch you guys again tomorrow because we got a lot more to look at. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly cash flow. Guys, have a great day, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Thank <laughs> you.